welcome to the Rock Music Alliance interview sessions. I am your host, Cole Coleman. On today's episode, part two of my two-part interview with Francesco DeCosmo, bass player with Evanescence, Chris Poland, and Thin Lizzy. We'll be right back with Francesco. Attention guitar players, join the Thimble Slide revolution and free your slide finger. With its patented shape, you can slide and fret while wearing the Thimble Slide. Visit thimbleslide.com. That's thimbleslide.com. We're back and speaking with Francesco DeCosmo after the very successful release of Evanescence's debut album, Fallen. And now he's at the Grammy Awards. I walked in, right? And the first person I saw, me, me and my ex walked on the red carpet into the Grammys. First, first person I see is Steve Vai. One of my favorite, favorite guitar players in the whole world, right? That's great. And he, and he looks at me and goes, hey, he goes, what are you doing here? And he remembered me because, because I, I think I forgot to tell you, I, I auditioned for him twice. Hmm. And, um, and I, oh, so amazing, dude. <laughs> you know, I mean, just playing 10 minutes with Steve Vai was like, oh, my God. I, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, that's like... <laughs> you know, yeah, like a, in another yeah, yeah in another another level, another world, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like Chris Poland and all those you know, and John Sykes who ended up playing with Thin Lizzy, but that's that's coming up. So, um, I mean, it, it, it was just, you know he's amazing. So he goes, "What are you doing here?" And I said, "Oh, I played on Evanescence's Fallen Out." And he goes, "Oh, that's you." And he goes, "I can't get that CD out of my CD player." He goes, yeah. "I'm constantly listening to it." I was like, "Yeah, congratulations." I was like, "Oh my God, C5 just." Say congratulations to me. Yeah, yeah now that <laughs> you know? that is the moment of a lifetime right there. You just had one of the rock god idol kind of guys, you know, who Yeah. One of my idols says congratulations to me. That's like, amazing. Uh, oh my God, you know. But you know, he's so nice. If you ever meet Steve, I mean, he's just so personable and such a great guy. Um and it, it, you know what I mean? He's so great that you don't think he's gonna be that nice, but he is really cool. Well, that's good he's to a really cool yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the nicer guys in music, I, I think. You know, one of the nice, nicest cats. So uh, did, did working with uh, Evanescence and being honored with a Grammy, did that lead to bigger and better gigs right away? Well, uh, not right away, but, you know, I mean, I kept working and playing with local bands and stuff and, um, you know, doing sessions around town. And then uh, my, my friend, uh, who's a fantastic guitar player, uh, Rafael Moreira, do you Raphael. know Raphael? Yeah, Raphael, sure. Yeah, he's got his own band called Magnetico, and he was on the Rockstar Supernova show. He's just a fantastic guitar player. He's from Brazil, and I met him the first day that he came um, to uh, L.A., or, or to, to MI. Mm-hmm. I met him the first day he was there, and he played with his band uh, called Strange Sum, and it was like, oh, my God, who is this guy? Great player. Yeah, he's got you good, know, so we became yeah. friends. He's got and, good good phraseology. He, oh yeah, he's he's really super musical because he's got that Brazilian influence and then and so check this out. So John Sykes is his favorite guitar player. And if you listen to his vibrato and some of his phrasing, it's very, very reminiscent of John. And so so he ended up um John called him one day and he said, do you know any bass players I can sing? And he goes, oh yeah, I called Francesco. So, dude, check this out, man. This is a trip. This is a trip. So I'm watching 
Rockstar. You know the movie Rockstar? Of uh, this, yeah. Of this guy? Sure, sure. Of, you know, you know the, of the guy that, that, that ends up singing with his favorite band in the right. whole world, right? Dude, the credits were rolling. I was with my, my ex-girlfriend in Orange County. The credits were rolling, and the phone rings. <laughs> so you're, John, you're, you're, I'm not you're kidding you. This is not... <laughs> It's not, it, I, I'm not kidding you. I'm not just saying this because it's like, oh, this is, this will be really cool to say for an interview. No, it's the truth. He called me on the phone. I thought, I thought it was somebody joking around. That's terrific. I man. was like, yeah. I was like, who, what, who's this? Oh, this is John Sykes from Thin Lizzy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I, is this, are you serious? And he goes, oh, oh yeah, Raphael gave me your name. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael gave me your name. <laughs> uh, that's just amazing. Oh it, it, amazing. That it would, call, you know, yeah, that it would happen at that moment, too. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's, you know, he's, so John Sykes, right? Check this out, dude. And, and this is nowhere to lie, right? So so he calls me for an, a, a, an audition with, with Thin Lizzy, and I thought it was just like one of the most surreal moments of my life after after watching that movie right after it right so <laughs> so when i was a kid my uh, a fantastic guitar player of mine friend of mine ray krakowski from pennsylvania had this band called tnt and they started playing white snake because like you know all those tunes were were blowing up at that time you know and i got he turned me on to white snake and i'm like who the hell is this guitar player on this record you know, because John is, he, he's so good, it's like mystical. It's like, he's just like, he's like a, I don't know. There's something magical about John's playing. Mm -hmm. John is a, just a fantastic musician. And he's a fantastic songwriter and a great singer. And he plays keyboards great too, dude. <laughs> so we became really good friends. But when I was a kid, I had a vision that I was going to work with John Sykes. Oh, wow. I swear to God. And here he is calling me on the phone like 10, 15 years later. Dude, it was like, it was like another lightning bolt moment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Major. I mean, it was just experience. like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I always kept in my mind, you know, that I want to play with, you know, great bands and do great things with music. So, you know, creative visualization, you know, when you do that, you're co-creating your experience in life, you know, you're, you're co-creating the universe with those thoughts, you know? So you gotta, you gotta do that, man. And you gotta work hard at it, you know? And, and, but if you do that, man, you know, it, it's, it's bound to bring you th those opportunities, you know? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. But how would, uh, how would you, you know, give advice to people for, uh, for, for doing that? Like how would you co-create your, your reality? Um, um, a creative visualization, man. You, you know, um, there's several ways to do it. You can do it with, you know, your eyes closed and, or, or, um, you could do it in your mind's eye, you know, as you're, as you're living your everyday life, but always keep those goals in mind. See yourself doing those things. See yourself actualizing those things, how it would feel, how it would, you know, how it would look, you know, mm -hmm. so, how that experience would look, how it would feel. You know, and, and, and keep that vision in your mind, you know, and work hard as a, just to get as good as you can. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. And, 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 and network and just be a, just be cool, man. Just be, you know, be a cool person. You know, I mean, that, that helps a lot, too. You know, so when you got to work, don't with, be don't you, be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Always good advice. Definitely good advice yeah. out there. 
So, so when you begin working with Thin Lizzy now, did they take you on as a touring player, or did they invite you into the band as a member? Uh, they actually they actually invited me into the band as a member, and I remember. So, so uh, this version of Thin Lizzy uh, had Scott Gorham, who was the original guitar player in Thin Lizzy, right? And I'm like pinching myself, dude. This is like Thin Lizzy, one of my favorite bands of all time, right? I'm playing with Thin Lizzy. It's like what? <laughs> I know, but it's right. What? Right? right and up. guess who's playing drums oh, I in know. this version of Thin Lizzy? I know. Go, Tommy go Aldridge. Comp Tommy Aldridge, exactly. Yeah. Tommy Aldridge, like drumming legend. The first time I saw Rush, he was playing with Pat Travers, with the Pat Travers band in Allentown. And I was just a kid. And this guy comes on stage and like he's doing this like this just insane double bass stuff, man. And just like his time is just like, Dude, the stuff was out of control, out of control. Ever since, you know, I was a kid, I was a Tom, Tommy Aldridge fan. You know, and he played with Ozzy, Black Oak, Arkansas. You know, he's got a, a he had a great, he's had a, just a great career. He's still having a great career, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, when, when, dude, yeah, when you when you and I were kids growing up, I mean, he was one of the big names of the day. I mean, you heard his name. Oh all my the time. God, I know, yeah. dude, I know. Such a great drummer and a funny guy. You know, he's. He tells really funny jokes. He's a Southern dude, so he's, he's got this uh, Southern sense of humor. And uh, we had some great times on the road, dude, but every single night, dude, I'm, no word to lie, when I was playing with Thin Lizzy, I look across the page, I'm like, I can't believe I'm playing with these guys. <laughs> yeah, it must have been I, I mean, John, a chilling John experience. Sykes, oh, my God. Yeah. Every time John Sykes would play a solo, I'd be like, oh, my God, dude. I mean, just the, the the feeling, the feel that he has, the phrasing, both of them. Scott too. Scott, fantastic phrasing and tone, and just just musicality, just mm -hmm. beautiful. Oh yeah, guitar yeah. playing. And uh, you yeah, know, for, for those... one of the greatest experiences I ever had, man. Oh yeah, and, and for those listening who who don't know, because there may be some really young people on you know, listening. So for those who really don't know, Thin Lizzy made a huge impact in the mid-1970s with their hits The Boys Are Back in Town and Jailbreak. And I know, I mean, mm -hmm. I played I played those songs for years in cover bands. I'm, I'm pretty sure, I think yep. you and I actually played one of those songs. You know, I think I think we played Boys Are Back in Town. Sure. And then, uh, yep. Yeah, exactly. So so when you got to fire up those songs with those guys on stage, Dude. like, how did, how did it feel, man? <laughs> every night, every night we started with Jailbreak. Every night. <laughs> it was just like... Uh, yep. <laughs> it was like... Horse, the horse is like, you know, the, the horses are out of the gate just running, you know? I mean, yeah. uh, unbelievable. And it, and then we'd end the set with Black Rose, like one of those the most amazing Thin Lizzy songs. Black Rose, oh, <laughs> insane. I mean, there's so many great songs. We played Southbound. We played uh, Johnny the Fox. We did, uh, you know, of course, Boy, Boys Are Back in Town, um, Jailbreak, uh, uh Bad reputation. Uh, oh my God! So, uh, waiting, waiting on an alibi. Uh, I mean, it's just a hit after hit after hit after hit. Yeah, and it, just unbelievable, dude. I mean, just what an experience, man. You know. And it must, it must uh, have I, been. It must have been like there must have been moments when you were like, "Wow, man, is this really happening? Am I actually this? Am I, oh, yeah. am I actually here?" <laughs> dude, like you know, I'd be <laughs> somebody pinch me, man. You know. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, now, crazy. You know, for, for people who know you I've, and have seen you through bands and work with you, I mean, you have a very good lead vocal ability. You can you can sing and play. Oh, thanks, man. Right. So so did you get to sing any of those songs in Thin Lizzy? 
No, um, but I, I sang um, all the harmonies with John, and John is, you know, a fantastic singer. I mean, you know, John, John put the, John Sykes put Thin Lizzy back together when there was nothing happening, you know, after, after Phil died, and you know, he lived with Phil. He was very good friends with Phil Lina. Um, and, um, you know, after Phil died, he told me about the story of Phil dying, dude, and it was just heart, heartbreaking. Um, but, you know, he put the band back together, you know, and if it weren't for John Sykes, there would be no Thin Lizzy. Um, there would have been no Thin Lizzy, and there would be no Thin Lizzy now, you know. Um, so, you know, John uh, deserves a lot of credit. Uh, and, you know, as well with Whitesnake, you know, he, he, he got done wrong with Whitesnake, too. And, you know, John is, you know, formed another band after, uh, after Whitesnake called Blue Murder, which was one of the greatest bands of all time. Blue Murder, like those two records that he did with them were just absolutely brilliant. He's a brilliant, brilliant artist. And he, he, he's kind of, you know, like an, un, not an unsung hero, but, you know, he's, he deserves a lot more credit than he gets. You know? So, so in, in 2009, um, Thin Lizzy hit a rough patch and, uh, uh what yeah. happened? Yeah. What happened that brought about your departure from them? Well, um, Tommy Aldridge was, um, he was a bike, uh, you know, a, a, a biker enthusiast, uh, like biking, like uh, 10, 10 speed bikes. Oh, okay. Right. And he, he, he lived up in uh, Santa Barbara at the time and he was, he was biking and, um, he swerved. I think to hit to miss a, a deer or something, or I don't know what happened exactly, but he, um, ended up flipping over his handlebars and he broke his collarbone. Oh man. Yeah. And we, we were just about to go on tour. Um, and we were going to open for ACDC at Wembley stadium, dude. <laughs> and, and we were supposed to play ACDC and Metallica and motorhead. Wow. What a lineup. Uh, hold it right there. And we'll be right back. It's time that rock music has its own awards, the RMA Awards, its own scholarships, charity events, and more. And only you can make it happen by joining the Rock Music Alliance and voting in the RMA Awards. You can join as either a musician, an industry professional, or if you just love rock music, you can join as a patron of rock. Everyone can join and everyone gets to vote. Join the Rock Music Alliance. Go to rockmusicalliance.com. That's rockmusicalliance.com. We're back with Francesco De Cosmo. So for me, um, so I did everything I could to find a drummer. You know, I called, oh God, I called Simon Phillips. I called uh, Thomas Lang, I, we we caught we got in touch with uh, Frank from uh, Guns N' Roses. We, I mean, I gave John so many numbers, you know, to mm-hmm. you, you, to find a guy, you know. Yeah, you would have thought and, with, with uh, all those recommendations, he could have found someone. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. But um, there was some problems uh, uh, brewing internally that really I don't know a whole lot about, but it brought about the departure of John Sykes. From Thin Lizzy, mm-hmm. he just didn't want to do it anymore. It just didn't work anymore. Yeah, I hear you. And John left. So, and then, and then they ended up firing me and and uh, and Tommy. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe it. <laughs> how do you how do you fire Tommy Aldridge? It takes balls. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe fire is too strong know, a word. Maybe it's more like just had you know parting of the ways. Maybe they had some other plans. You know. 
No, they fired us. (laughs) 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 They they, they just went back to square one, and and Scott just like restarted the whole thing, which is which was kind of lame, man. You know, I, I you know. I'm really disappointed that, you know, he did that. But, you know, it it is what it is. Yeah, you move on when you have to. There's no ill will. There's no ill will. But, you know, I I, I I was disappointed. I'm not going to, you know. Are you you able to to keep in touch with any of of those guys? I just talked to Scott a little while ago. Um, I talked to John a lot. (laughs) We're good friends, you know. That's good. I talked to John. I just talked to him yesterday, actually. Well, to tell yeah, him hello from the uh, to tell him hello yep. from the Rock Music Alliance, we like to talk to him. Yeah, Will, man, he's <laughs> he's such a great, such a great, great, great musician, and and we have a lot of laughs. You know, he's a, you know, he's he's got uh, famous English humor, and uh, he's really a smart guy. <laughs> and uh, you know, we just we get along. You know, me and him always get along. We got some great times in Europe on, on tour. Just great, great times. So, um, take us through what happened after after Thin Lizzy. What what, what did you find yourself doing? Um, well, I ended up, uh, playing, uh, with Ronnie Montrose. I, I did a short tour with Ronnie Montrose and wow, Chris Frazier on drums. That's interesting. Chris Frazier. Yeah. Chris Frazier, serious drummer. He, uh, he's in Foreigner now. And he, at that time he had played with, um, Eddie Money and he also played with, uh, uh, Steve Vai. He was on, uh, Steve Vai's Passion and Warfare record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah fantastic drummer so we did a short tour um and uh i never played with ronnie after that so um what else did i do <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, well, I heard playing with yeah I, I heard you were um doing something with bobby kimball oh that, yeah we um we did some gigs together bobby kimball from toto dude this is this is a trip they're, they're one of my favorite bands of all time toto they're insane they're just so great great one of the greatest bands of all time and 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 bobby is one of my favorite singers i mean total four he sang his nuts off on that record <laughs> i mean just a fantastic singer uh and um one of my favorites and um my friend jay gore who's a great guitar player um played with mindy Abear and um just a fantastic just all-around player a, a great rock player as well as a, a great jazz player and funk player um but he knew uh, Robin DiMaggio, who had played uh, with uh, uh, David Bowie and um, uh, Paul Simon. And he was just put together a band for um, to do some gigs over in Russia. <laughs> so we ended up going to Russia with Bobby Kimball. And uh, it's a fascinating country. It's, it's got an amazing cultural history. Cultural and the history, the, the, just the, the art and the music are just they're fantastic musicians, and and the ballet dancing. Are you a fan of ballet? Oh my god! Uh, you know, I, I, I like, see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I can appreciate. I appreciate the uh, the skill level. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, ballet dancers, uh, they're. I, it's a whole other level of, of discipline to be oh, a ballet man. dancer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I practice daily, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you walked walk me right into that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, you know, I also heard that. Um, in my research, I heard that you did some work with Jason Bonham. I did. I did, yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, I was playing... Oh, dude, this is a trip, too. I was playing with this band in Palm Springs, and one night, uh, these dude, two tool, uh, big dudes come walking in, these real, real tall guys, you know, and they were watching us for a while, and then we quit 
you know, we ended the set and they came up to us and said, oh, we'd like to hire you for a wedding. You know, and they're, they're English. And uh, it, it, the guy's name was Phil Carson. So uh, they leave and the guitar player said, you know who that was? And I said, no. And he goes, that was Zeppelin's first manager. Wow. He brought, he brought, he brought Zeppelin to the U.S. I'm like, what? Yeah. Said, so, so we ended up playing his son's wedding, who at the time was um, uh, Vince Neal's manager, and, and Phil, mm-hmm. uh, Phil Carson Jr., right? So, so guess who's at the wedding, bro? You're not going to believe this. So Robert Plant is there. Oh, my. Robert yeah. Plant's at the wedding. Um, uh, uh, who else was there? Uh, D. Snyder, a couple other guys. Anyway, so... We're, we're like in awe. There's there's Robert Plant. I went right up to him and I was like, hey, man. And I just started talking to him. And and he goes, you know, I forget what I said. I was like, you know, it's great great to see that you're here. You know, would you sing a song with us? And he was so gracious, dude. He's the, one of the nicest cats I ever met. He's so cool. He's so cool. And he started telling us jokes. Like, And then the other guys in the band came over. He started telling us jokes like he, he knew us for years. Hmm. It was like, it was unbelievable. Yeah, and then he, so we we start playing, and he he came up and started singing with us, dude. And he didn't want to do any Zeppelin, so he just wanted to do some blues, right? So we yeah. like jam blues with Robert Plant, dude. It was insane. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an amazing <laughs> moment. Crazy man, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, so so that led to me working with Jason Bonham because I stayed in touch with uh, Phil, and Phil was uh, managing Jason, you know, because he was part of the Zeppelin camp, so. Um, it was really cool, man. J- Jason's a great drummer, man. Great drummer. And, um, I really enjoyed it. It was like, uh, it was like, uh, you know, his part before his, his Zeppelin, uh, band that he has now, it was the one before that. And I actually learned, he, he asked me to learn cashmere on keyboards. I learned cashmere on keyboards, right? It, as well as the bass stuff, you know, of, uh, from Bonham and Zeppelin and his other projects, you know, that he wanted to do. So we ended up uh, doing the rehearsals in in, uh, in Florida in Boca Raton, and um, it, it was pretty cool, man. The, the, the singer um, there was a problem; he had a problem with his voice, so he ended up uh, hiring a, a bunch of other singers to come in and do the gigs. It was another highlight, you know, for me uh, uh, playing with Jason. Absolutely, awesome. man. Yeah, you've, yeah. you've at this point in your life, Francesco, you have definitely gotten to live some big moments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta feel. You gotta feel yeah, good about true, that, man. Yeah, I do. I do. I feel. I feel um, blessed and you know, and lucky. And uh, but I, I worked hard, dude. I worked hard. I, I I sacrificed many, you know, a lot of years. And you know, I I could have done other things to make to make you know make money and have a, a normal job. And but I just I always followed my heart, man, because my heart's in music. So. You know, so I think partially that's the reason, you know, and, and, you know, just working hard and visualizing and, and networking and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it all, it all paid off. Yeah. Network, networking is a big part of it for, for any, any of you, uh, young players out there listening at all, you know, it's, uh, you know, talent is, is one part of it. Working hard is another part of it. And a, and a third part is, is networking. You got to get out there and meet people. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and, and believing, believing in your heart and your mind mm-hmm. yeah. and seeing yourself doing it, you know, that's, that's, that's another thing too. 
it's more of a metaphysical thing, but it's very important. You know, it's very important to 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 get your mind projecting that part of you that you see yourself that you know you know what I'm saying that sees yourself uh, manifesting that that dream. Exactly, exactly. That's I think you that's know, that's the so, word that they use uh, most often is manifesting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so this, yeah, man. Yeah, th- these days, uh, every Tuesday in Hollywood at the Whiskey, uh, they've got a big event going on up there called oh, the, yeah. Yeah, the Ultimate Jam. And yep. uh, have you participated in that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have many times. And I- I've met great players um, at the Ultimate Jam. You know, it's been, a- it's been a lot of fun, and I've had some really great times there. Now, with all your, you know, um, touring around and playing around the country and the world, really, uh, do you find that there's still like is there a rock community out there that's interested in new rock and uh new artists coming up oh yeah man i mean you know um rock music really isn't on the mainstream uh, like on terrestrial radio but it's it's definitely on satellite radio bro um octane is a great station on on sirius xm octane and there's a another one called boneyard um where they play old metal it's it's cool and, and octane is a really really cool like uh, new metal station. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that station? I, I have. I've Great. heard of it. I haven't tuned in, but uh, I have heard yeah, the name. Yeah, killer, killer. Yeah, there's a lot of great new rock bands um, on Octane. So check it out. Check it, check out Sirius XM Octane. It's really great. Definitely. We have to network and 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 make rock an important thing again because it is an important thing. Yeah, yeah. It and still is. It's the, just not getting. Uh, heard. I mean, it's it's hard hard to put the word on it. Yeah. It's like it still is important. People yeah. people. It still is relevant out there, but it's just kind of being pushed aside by the mainstream for some reason. Yeah. 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 I think you know there's several reasons for it. Um, you know, which you know may be speculative. Um, but uh, you know, I I just really think the establishment is, is uh, the global establishment is scared of it. You know because. It really opens your consciousness and it opens your heart, your mind, you know, and it really, really makes you think and feel, you know. Definitely. So, but anyway, man, it was such a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for interviewing me, my friend. Oh, yeah. It's been terrific having you as my guest here on the Rock Music Alliance interview sessions. And uh, once again, tell us just real quick about your, your latest happening, Dear Souls. Oh, Dear Souls. Yeah, that's... Uh, a new original project with Frank Symes, the musical director of The Coup. He's a guitar player and uh, a principal writer. And uh, Chris Moore, uh, who was a drummer for Rock of Ages, who's a fantastic drummer and great guy. And uh, the singer is... Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, Simon. Spacing out here for a second. It's, it's Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Daniels. Yeah, Simon Daniels from Autograph. Um it's going to be a great project, man. I'm really, really excited about it. We just uh, just did a video for a song called Freedom. Mm-hmm. Dude, really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It sounds kind of sounds like The Who a little bit. It's really cool, like The Who and Zeppelin. It's cool. Sounds it's fun. It's really cool. Sounds like yeah. sounds a lot of fun. And uh, where where can it, people uh, find Dear Souls, and, and where can they hook up with you at on, online? Okay, yeah, and I also wanted to mention uh, Farewell to King's uh, single, Huck Finn. Oh, yeah, uh, right. You can check that out also on YouTube. Um, which is a really great song. I'm really proud of it. Um, uh, hopefully we'll do some more writing, um, you know, because I, I really think that band has a lot of potential, that project. 
and I'm um, doing another uh, Rush tribute as well uh, called Caress of Steel with uh, uh, with Brian Montre, great guitar player. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. Uh, um, and you can find me on Facebook. Uh, find me, uh, uh, Francesco, uh, let's see, it's uh, Facebook, I think slash Francesco's Dash to Cosmo, I think. <laughs> I can't remember the, uh, it, but you can find me. Yeah, you if, you, if you do a search uh, on Francesco De Cosmo, you'll find him. Uh, De Cosmo Music on Instagram. And uh, I just launched a, uh, a producer website. Just, I'm in the process of building it, so um, I, I'll get you that information when uh, when I when I launch the, the sites. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. hey, once again, thanks, man, for being my guest on interview sessions, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you further on up the road. Well, thank you so much, Cole, my brother. I'll, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. That's it for this two-part interview with Francesco De Cosmo. You can stay in touch and message him on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash fdcosmo1, or just do a search on his name, and you'll find him. Thanks to our sponsor, Thimble Slide, the slide that frees your finger. It allows you to slide and fret while wearing it. Check that out at thimbleslide.com. And visit rockmusicalliance.com and join the Rock Music Alliance so you can vote in the RMA Awards. For the Rock Music Alliance, I'm Cole Coleman. Be well, stay well, and join the Rock Music Alliance. <laughs>